0: I'm sorry, I have to switch off of the image of this plane crashing, (laughs) because otherwise I'm just going to be, like...
1: Okay, so yeah, for the listener, uh, we're on a super time crunch tonight, I have to go to a show, and I'm like, okay, we have to start, we have to, like, we gotta do this, we gotta (laughs) do super quick, like get into it, and then right before we started recording, Rachel was like, a Nazi plane crashed on the 101. I did not say a Nazi
0: plane.
2: (laughs) Okay, you said a plane crashed on the 101, which is a freeway next to where I live. So I'm like, what the fuck? A plane crashed on the 101? So I searched 101, and then there's a Nazi plane crashed on the 101, not near where I live. But still, holy shit! (laughs) So I'm trying to, like, move away from Nazi plane crash to, I think with the I don't know. I mean, a Nazi plane crashing is good, but still pretty bad. I feel like the opposite of a Nazi plane crash is Mako Satomura. That's a great segue. Beautiful segue. Beautiful.
0: I was gonna say like because wrestling has infected my brain so much, all I can think is like Nazi plane crash. Clap, clap. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry I've done this to you.
1: Welcome to Wrestle Splania, the podcast where I, Kath Barbadoro, explain professional wrestling to my friend, the very funny, the very wonderful. Uh, it was Rachel's <laughs> birthday yesterday, Rachel Millman, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, we uh we have a very special guest on this episode today. We have our West Coast producer, Hunk Tears, aka LB is here. LB! Hey
2: guys, hey. thanks for having me back again on the show that I helped make. <laughs> I still to thank you though, I still think it's nice of you, even though I helped you make the decision and told yeah. you to do it. <laughs>
1: like, what do you think about this guest? It's you. Thoughts? Give hey me guys, a million dollars.
0: Positive on it?
2: <laughs> yeah, this old plan we had, forget it, we're doing me.
0: I bet that you said old plan. Plain, coming and now back, I'm baby. stuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
1: so today we are talking about uh, the wonderful Mako Satomura. Yeah! yeah, so this is our our third Joshi EP. LB, why did you choose Mako for this one?
2: There's a few reasons. So we've been getting a lot of people being like, "When are you going to do Stardom? When are you going to do like Tokyo Joshi Pro? When are you going to do current stuff?" There's so much good current stuff happening and then like fucking stick in the mud worst person me is like "Mm, that doesn't really fit my timeline I want to do a nice historical context so you can see a nice trajectory of things um but then I was like no I really want to skip ahead and (laughs) she just like she has been having an amazing year amazing couple of years an amazing career honestly but like you know, she had this great match in the Man Classic against Mercedes Martinez that we're going to talk about in a second. Uh, Kath, you and I just watched her have a match uh, at DDT-Peter Pan, which we're not going to talk about, but listeners, check it out. We had a, we all had a great time watching it. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: Um, I can't wait I to like, see her beat the shit out of Maki Ito again.
2: So Emily Pratt, who, if you don't follow Emily Pratt, folks, go follow her. She fucking tweeted the best idea I've ever heard in my life, which is... Meiko Satomura and Minoru Suzuki versus Maki Ito and Tomohiro Ishii in a Falls Count Anywhere match?
1: Amazing. I would fly anywhere in the world to go see that. Yeah.
2: Same. Yeah. No, our, we would take all of our Patreon money that we've ever gotten and all of our savings
0: and we would just go to that match. I all of appreci- our "quote unquote" savings. Yeah, I was gonna say. I appreciate you thinking I've had I have savings at all. That like says a lot of what you think of me, and it's a compliment.
1: I would go into debt to go watch those people fucking kill each other. That sounds awesome. It's yeah. There's no better match in uh, October, November of 2018 than than those four people trying to murder each other. Um, right. But yeah, thank you for picking her. I. Had seen a little bit of her stuff, but uh,
0: based on these matches, like, she's one of my faves now. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. I watched uh, night one of the Mae Young Classic, which she's in, and was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, she's really fucking good. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. But we're going to go backwards from the Mae Young Classic to... Elbie, I guess you should probably take the leads on this one because you're our splainer. One
2: reason why I I thought she was a good call is because after we had done – we'd done two whole episodes about All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling. And after that, I was going to start doing stuff about Gaia Japan, which is actually a promotion I know less about. But she was in that in the 90s, and now she's still wrestling. So it's a perfect through line. I'm still able to keep my stick in the mud, you know – very like Virgo Moon ways, and <laughs> like I'm forgetting. I'm having my cake and I'm eating it too, and it's delicious.
0: <laughs> I it's appreciate. I really appreciate the fact that you want to have like a through line, so we can have like every detail in order that you feel that we should know.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially entering in like your episodes are about not only v- specific wrestlers. But the evolution of this specific genre and division and like type of wrestling with its own sort of conventions and its own their specific reasons why it is the way it is. So I like that we're going through chronologically um, and uh, this was awesome and I'm super excited about doing stardom and stuff, but I'm glad you did this one. This is great.
2: Okay. well, thank you guys for being nice to me about being like pedantic and weird. Um, (laughs) But let's talk about Gaia a little bit.
1: Okay, So our okay. first,
2: the first Joshi thing I had you guys watch ever was Chigusa Nagayo versus Dump Matsumoto. Is that correct? Yeah. If yeah, i hair, versus that hair, right? right? Yes. Hair versus hair. Little oh, tiny Chigusa. Yeah, exactly. So Chigusa and the Crush Gals, we went into all of that. If you want to hear about that, listeners, and you missed it, go back, give Childbirth is Wrestling a listen, or Wrestling <laughs> is Childbirth. I don't remember which is which. Uh, it's something like that but Chigusa Nagayo super popular all Japan women's had a policy where if you got to a certain age you couldn't wrestle for them anymore you had to be like young so she was forced to retire from the company dumb which was dumb
1: (laughs) yeah we were talking about this earlier and I think that's it's so strange because like obviously it's a dumb ageist policy anyway but I don't feel like most wrestlers reach their prime until they're in their like mid thirties or so. So it's so weird that they'd be like, "Sorry, you're done wrestling now. Like this is over."
2: Yeah, it's super dumb. But we all kind of benefited from it, anyways, because Chagusa was like, mm, "Seems dumb. Guess what I'm gonna do? Start my own fucking promotion. Start my own school. And it's gonna be better and badass. And all the refs are gonna wear cool outfits. And <laughs> it's gonna be amazing." So, and it was called Gaia Japan. Um, there's actually a documentary about it. Um, it's fully subtitled in English. It was made by, like, a British company. It's, like, a 2000 documentary called Gaia Girls. It's on YouTube. I think, I'm hoping you guys, you know, will do something on it at a later date because um, we just had too many matches to watch to watch an entire fucking feature-length documentary. Um, Have you seen Gaia Girls, Albie? I've seen, like, bits and pieces of it. It's actually, like, it's a... It's a be a tough it's a, kind of a tough watch because there's a lot of like disappointment and heartbreak of different yeah. trainees and stuff. So um
1: i've I read some reviews of it and i've I've seen some clips, and it's fucking brutal, man. So yeah. basically, it's like it's this footage of them training in the like Gaia girls dojo, and they are just beating the shit out of these girls. yeah, it is Oof. rough. And there's a amazing clip I saw of Mako Satomura drop kicking a rookie in the face. That <gasps> is wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: intense. Um so again, we will we will do that another time with me, maybe not with me. I don't know. But um Mako Satomura her deal was she did judo um when she was a kid and in junior high school saw you know, got into New Japan a little bit, told her older sister, this is a you know, this is the the story. I don't know how I didn't fact check this with uh, Mako Satomura's older sister. Uh, <laughs> saw New Japan, told her older sister, "I'm gonna make women's wrestling a thing," and her older sister said, "Well, guess what? It's a thing," and showed her all Japan, oh, all man. Japan women's what rather. A good older and sister. And after she saw, after she saw Akira Hokuto versus Shinobu Kendori, quit junior high school to become a wrestler.
1: That's dope, and I think we have watched that match. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah, we did. Oh <laughs> so my we god, did watch that match in episode two, in our wow. second episode. So that um, match so is like, like, like the Velvet Underground of uh, women's wrestling, just inspiring. Yeah,
2: or the uh, yeah, or that Sex Pistols concert. Supposedly everyone was at. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like. That's so that's the story. I did again did my classic move of going to the Japanese Wikipedia page and then Google translating it. Nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she joins she joins up with Gaia Japan. She does a tryout. Um supposedly she gets she gets, you know, they take her on in their dojo because they said, like you're a child, you're going to be falling down all the time. And she says, Oh no, I do this already because I practice at home every day watching wrestling videos, and I've read all these books that wrestlers have written. So I'm, I'm hurt. I'm getting hurt all the time, anyways, just by myself. So it won't really make a difference.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, so That's like, like well, an incredible yes, way there. to sell yourself.
1: <laughs> it's like, look, I can do this with supervision, or I can do this without supervision. It's up to you.
2: <laughs> it's literally, like when I was in high school, my parents found out I smoked weed. They were like, "Okay, we understand you're gonna smoke weed, but do it in the house.
1: Exactly, (laughs) so we
2: can be there to protect you." It's literally just that, but with wrestling. Is that but falling on your own head? Nice. Yeah. So she debuts at 15 years old, which is insane to me. Like it's less. It seems less insane. Like especially if you're if you watch like British wrestling and stardom and stuff, where they have little babies wrestling. But it's still crazy to me that, to do no, that, especially no, uh, in this like super, super stiff Gaia style. I mean, you just, we just watched a, we just, we just watched a Gaia match. It was stiff as fuck. We just, we just talking about drop kicking trainees in the face. Yeah. Putting a 15 year old into that environment, fuck so wild.
1: Did she start training at 15 or is that when she debuted? I miss that. That's when she debuted. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. So
0: she was training at 13.
1: Or like just
0: that seems 13, 14.
1: Yeah. I mean, because there's I know they do that in like Lucha a lot. Like people start really young. But with this kind of style and that that's not even when you start training. That's when you debut. Like that's fucking crazy. This is a tough,
0: tough child.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. I would not
0: want to cross this child On a on a dark street at night
1: Absolutely not Oh my god can you imagine if she She probably was not in regular school at this point Can you imagine Nobody's gonna fuck with her oh, No Imagine the one well, I
2: mean she was doing judo too She'd been doing judo as a kid So like I mean imagine like Nine year old Mako Satomura Who's just waiting to discover wrestling And has all this frustration like ah, fuck I would never even approach her for that lunch money oh
1: man I'm so glad she found an outlet where kicking people in the head is appropriate because who knows (laughs) what kind of person she would have turned into otherwise my goodness
2: (laughs) yeah so we just watched um Mako Satomura versus Aja Khan from 1999 they had a long feud we'd watched one little piece of it um we have that on commentary on patreon for patrons but let's get into it a little bit
1: yeah, it uh, it kicked ass. It kicked ass like every Aja Kong and every Mako Saito match I've ever seen, and uh, it was cool to watch her so young because a lot of the other stuff we watched, um, she was super super dominant in at least for various parts of the match, and uh, even even when she was being um, you know more on the defensive, like her offense is so like. Devastating looking. It was kind of interesting to watch her get the shit kicked out of her by a big bruiser like Aja Kong, I thought.
0: I mean, that's. I. Like, this is an easy thing to say. I'm sure, like, she learned a lot from that match, even though she'd been doing it for, like, what, at least five years there?
1: Yeah, I mean. What better teacher for uh, how to destroy people by kicking them to death
0: than, <laughs> than Asha Kong? Asha Kong just standing on her like, are you learning anything? E to you your times tables right now.
2: Oh uh- <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm still like I'm still recovering because we watched that just now and it was the first time I kind of seen it all together. It's unbelievable. It's so fucking good. Um, and the style is so stiff and it's structured so well and the audience is so into it and oh i just like i have these moments it's weird because i've been watching wrestling still for a relatively short amount of time it's been a little over two years um but those moments where i just have that like oh, i love this i love wrestling those are still like those are so fucking special to me and like i, I had one with you guys
1: yeah. Aww. Was there anything in particular in this match that gave you that moment or just like kind of the culmination? Just of
2: the, the whole thing. There's the whole thing, the whole feeling of it. Like that's that's actually like I know the whole wrestling is about moments thing is a thing. But like I really do like looking at a match holistically. Yeah. And just like how did I you know, how did I how do I feel? And Completely. I felt good.
0: I felt good. I felt it good. Felt good. good. I Watching did. these that people feel bad. I,
1: yeah, I did. No, it was it was so exciting. I mean, we were all like trying to do commentary, but we're getting so wrapped up in it because it yeah. was so dynamic and so exciting. And yeah, I mean, I we've brought this up on every Joshi episode, and it's it's a very cliche point to make when you're talking about Joshi but it's like this is 99 like think about what was going on with women's wrestling in the states in 99 like this is <laughs> r- just ridiculously
0: different just like um, every yeah. time you watch Joshi like whatever screen you're watching it on tape a photo of the divas belt above it <laughs> just as like a reminder of like <laughs> what was going on
2: yeah the divas belt was i think was a little later but uh 99 i mean i remember watching wrestling in 99 i remember being at a, a family friend's house and one of their, their oldest kid had gotten into WWF and had Monday Night Raw on and it made me feel terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and feel the, it made me feel the opposite of that uh Aja Mako match. I mean, yeah, you had somebody like you had China in there who was doing amazing stuff and wrestling men, but like you also had a million people with signs up that were like you know the most positive ones were what the one night in ch- I want one night in China, please. Right,
1: uh, but that's yeah. the best you can hope for. Kind that's of. That's the most
2: positive. You know. Yeah.
1: I mean, we I mean, talked a little bit about how, like, Aja Kong in particular. It's like, it it makes me feel really cool to be fat in a way that like most other media featuring fat people does not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. And WWF certainly did not have that. <laughs> Absolutely and not. So. It's, yeah, it is wild to me that guy like, and I would like to come back or, you know, do for, or to organize for you guys to go back and do some more stuff about Gaia Japan because it is really interesting to look at it as hap- this thing that's happening at the same time as the Attitude Era in the States. Um, right, well,
1: they said, like, uh, like, Mako Satomura was on Nitro.
2: Yeah, but that was not, that wasn't the Attitude Era yet. That was, right, night, that was like, back in 95. Oh, was it 97? You're right, it was 97, not 95. Um... Might but just be. it, it uh,
1: gives you, like, it sort of puts this in the frame of reference of, like, these two things are happening simultaneously. Yeah. Like, this person that we're watching was on, was on fucking Nitro with the Nitro girls. Like, that's, you know, like, I yeah, know it wasn't quite Attitude Era yet, but man, it's just weird to think about.
2: It is weird to think about. um, and yeah, if I had seen this then, instead of Attitude Era, WWF, I. I would have had a very, very different feelings about wrestling at the very least. Um, Absolutely. So, and this was on This was stuff that was like on TV Gaia immediately got, you know, a TV deal because it was Chigusa Nagayo who even the most cynical wrestling hating businessman knows is, was big fucking money. Yeah. Crush gals, you know? Yeah. The most popular
1: wrestling thing ever anywhere. Yeah.
2: Um, and Mako Satomura was kind of Chigusa's chosen um, protege. I mean, she did train. She trained it pretty much. She trained pretty much everybody in the company. But the final Gaia Japan match in 2005, um, Chigusa Nagayo loses to Mako Satomura. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. So like kind of like a real like passing on the ga- like passing the torch to the next person. Yeah. Kind of deal. Um, which. It, was a, it ended up being like very much that because that same year, 2005, Mako Satomura does what Chigusa did and starts her own promotion um, that's also a school. And with the help of Jinsei Shinzaki, who you guys saw last, over the summer.
1: Yeah, Lost in New York. Lost in New York, yeah. Yes. New York,
2: yeah. Um, the two of them start Sendai Girls, which is a wrestling promotion and also a school. And Mako Satamura, it was, I think, the only experienced women's wrestler as part of it. So she just trained everybody there. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's like, I think that's, I don't know, that's, that was one of the reasons I wanted to do her because it just does, it links so nicely with the Crush Gal stuff. Um,
1: and Yeah, I talk know. about having a historical through line. Like, this is literally <laughs> the person who made that happen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's a it's a small ro- it's a pretty small roster. They what they end up doing a lot is they go out and wrestle other places, and then they bring other people in. Uh, so I have, was first exposed to Sunday Girls actually through Chikara, because they sent over a contingent for King of Trios a couple mm-hmm. of times. Even though they are their they are their own promotion, I think they have a they have a TV deal. Um, they really like move around and bring other people in and go other places, and it's a lot more fluid than like a you know, just a self-contained promotion thing.
1: Right. I just that she was wrestling one of her trainees is really interesting to me because I don't know. I always, you know, usually I skip them um, if I'm not watching live. But I, I really like the in New Japan, they do the um, oh, Young yeah, Lions I, like clinics, yeah. Um where like the opening matches in a New Japan show are often like people from the dojo who are like kind of training and they don't really have, they all wrestle in black trunks and you know, they don't have identities yet. We've talked about it on on previous episodes. Yeah. But it's, it's really interesting to watch somebody learn while they're performing and i i was watching this match that you had us watch the sendai girls match with that sort of in mind that this is a teacher and a student and they're wrestling not as teacher and student but this is definitely you know a learning opportunity for the younger person Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and like you can kind of see that in the way that the match builds too of like okay show me what you got mm-hmm. and this is how I'm going to correct you mm-hmm. she's just such a measured performer that like she goes hard from minute one but like she just kind of like just the way she kind of stalks her prey almost yeah.
1: Uh, some would say measured performer, I would say sadist,
0: but <laughs> same thing, same thing. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also liked uh, Chihiro's hair, just which is like, you know, completely different from like, look at this wonderful feminist sadist and I'm like, her hair is really good. And I like competitor. I
1: liked her whole outfit. Oh, I liked her, her outfit. Whole look. Was and, like, yeah, the look yeah. is great. Uh her body, like I I really uh I just liked her whole her whole deal. Yeah. She was cool. Yeah,
2: very yeah. cool. Yeah. I think she was a collegiate wrestler. So she's not, and she's like, she's got a tremendous amount of natural talent because yeah, she's still a student and she's only been wrestling for a couple of years, but she's like, there's a reason she's already has the belt on her. Yeah. And as I believe uh, the first one of um, one of the first one of Satomura's actual trainees to be able to get the belt, it's usually been like Aja Kong has had it before mm-hmm. and other other like um, other people who are who predate the existence of Sendai Girls right. have have gotten the belt. Um, yeah, what a
1: what a vote of respect from Satomura yeah. that she'd let you pin her for the belt, and you're only a couple years into wrestling. Like what a what a vote of confidence.
0: That's kind of like the confidence to like, okay, you can actually you can fight Aja at all. Yeah. With the with the first match that we watched here, yeah. mm-hmm. which is just yeah, like that's that's a I think that's always just like interesting measures of respect within that right but even letting her pin her like yeah. she won yeah, yeah. that's cr- that's
1: like goddamn that's awesome yeah i'll keep yeah, an eye on her of, yeah
2: it's a good way of being like no yeah this person's legit <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah she's and like she's so fucking strong yeah um i mean i didn't actually intend to do this but i did end up assigning you guys a fair um, mostly matches where mako Satamura loses and mm. i just think it's wild how powerful and strong and badass she's able to seem she's able to you know to come across even when she loses um and there's stuff like i mean i'll talk about this uh i'll talk about some of the other things later, but in this one, especially, I don't know if, uh, Chihiro is deadlifting her as much as it looks like, Mm -hmm. but either way, I'm super fucking impressed because either Chihiro Hashimoto is insanely strong and can just deadlift this woman (laughs) over and over again for 20 minutes or 25 minutes or something. Or, Mako Satomura is so good at this that she just can make it look like she's being deadlifted and not. Because I mean, a lot of times, even with really good wrestlers, you can kind of see them jumping a little bit, sure, helping somebody out when they're when they're getting picked up. And I don't really see that at all in this. Yeah, um,
1: I well, I get like, I definitely get like Minoru Suzuki vibes from Satomura. So I feel like that, like, I don't know if she's actually helping or not, but the. The idea that even in this sort of meta way that she wouldn't help, like, makes sense with her character for me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because she's just like, like, especially the, the, I mean, she doesn't seem to have a, as, like, abusive a relationship with her trainees as, as uh, Suzuki does. But, like, especially knowing the context from Gaia Girls, like, I just have that vibe from her in my mind.
2: For sure, yeah. Yeah. She is pretty scary. The part of it is that I follow her on Instagram, and her Instagram is, of course, again in the classic Minoru Suzuki <laughs> scary sadist, lovely in real life style. Is the most like normal shit. <laughs> and Sendai Girls does all this stuff. They're they're located in the city called Sendai, uh, that's north of Tokyo. It's a it's a uh, it's a you know it's a city, but it's a smaller city. Mm-hmm. They do all of this stuff locally um there so there's like stuff with them at the post office all in postal uniform oh! or like going to school to do sports day That's with the so kids cute. It's like yeah they're really like you know or cutting ribbons at like a supermarket opening or something right
1: they're like community leaders
2: <laughs> yeah like yeah it's like they're you know part of the rotary club or something it's Aww, so cute so I think like, so yeah well Mako is terrifying like I, she does put out this very like ho- very wholesome <laughs>
1: image. She just loves civic participation and kicking people in the
0: head. It's weird that she has like I code it. I code her as having like a kind looking face because she is not a physically kind person at all. <laughs> but she does. She has like a face that's like very warm and inviting.
1: Well, she also I think her entrance is really interesting and her gear is really interesting. Like. Because she comes out and she's in... Look, I don't know enough about Japan or Japanese culture. I'm going to make some assumptions here that may totally be wrong. But it seems like some kind of semi-traditional... Very Like, legal garb. Yeah, like... Looking robe. She comes out in this robe and she has this music and I... The vibe I get is, like, ambassador. Like, yeah. she is a, a representative from somewhere representing something when she comes to the room. She ring. is
0: representing Mako. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but yeah. it just seems like she's like a dignitary or something. Oh, like she's definitely. like yeah. she's like part of a delegation and she has come I here think to slicked
0: back hair feeds into that, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, absolutely. Of just kind of like I am here to be proper and to do business. Right. And part of my business is kicking you in the head.
1: Like she doesn't really come out as like like she doesn't come out like Aja Kong. She doesn't come out with like this sort of ferocious like, you know. I'm a fucking shooter, badass thing. She's just very serious. Yeah. Yeah, she's um, very serious
2: and very dignified and very dignified, sincere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I love her as an ambassador. She even has the little sashes. So. Yeah. I mean, they're not. It's not around the shoulder like an ambassador sash, but it's still a sash. Um, yeah, I can like she's the ambassador of wrestling. <laughs> and yeah, she's the ambassador of wrestling, coming to wrestle somebody, but like she's it still feels like every time especially with these later matches like she is bringing wrestling to the ring and you get to meet her and do what you can and see if you're worthy
1: yeah I know what you mean like that's a good way to put it I I have I think we'll get into that a little later with the Io Shirai match too um but yeah just that she's sort of like the platonic ideal of like what wrestling is so it's like you think you're a good wrestler fucking wrestle her They say on the Mae Young classic
0: thing, they're like, they call her the final boss, which is fucking sweet.
2: Yeah, that is good.
0: We talk about all of these comparisons of like, look at what was happening in 99 and look at how WWE is like, oh, look at evolution and how great we are. Female, 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 female. And like, it's like this comparison of like, we feminists miss Margaret Thatcher type feminism. Versus, like, actually build something, actually make something feminism. And, like, I don't know her personal politics. I'm not going to project anything onto them. They could be dog shit for all I know. But, like, just that act in itself of, like, fuck you, I'm going to make this. That is actually, like, a feminist thing. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to Stephanie McMahon gave me this.
2: (laughs) For sure. And I think Mako Satomura carrying on that legacy. It's you know not as much of a fuck you. It's more of a thank you for saying fuck you before, so that now I, I can say fuck, they fuck you. They have the power <laughs> to say fuck you should anyone cross me,
1: which they <laughs> won't
0: because I'll kick him in the head. <laughs> which, yeah, 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 exactly. But, uh, I, but I, 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 yeah, I just like that's just a big thing I got out of it for sure.
2: And I mean, I think Mako Satomura could easily sign with WWE or, you know dump her promotion and stop teaching, you know, stop, stop training her trainees and make a bunch of money someplace else if she wanted to, but she doesn't do that. Yeah. And uh,
0: the, the choice is what makes this too.
2: She's, yeah. So what she does is she goes other places and says, Hey, check it out. Look what I'm doing. It's amazing. I am bringing it to you and I'm going to do some amazing stuff here with these people who are also amazing and now I've done that, I'm going to leave and go back to do my amazing stuff at my amazing house that I built full of other amazing, very strong ladies <laughs> who, kick, who kick people in the head and throw people on their heads and do cool flips. Yeah. And uh, we have a streaming site now. If you want to check it out, see ya. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's a great way for her to like bring in new people, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, uh, and then we, speaking of taking what she does elsewhere um she does wrestle in a lot of other women's promotions in japan um no and notably stardom where she actually held the championship a couple years ago and i had you guys watch a match between her and iyo shirai from the end of 2015 okay what do you guys think of that
1: Holy fucking shit! I love this match. Yeah. it is so awesome. This is one of my favorite matches I've watched for the show. I think um, I loved it. I fucking loved it. Uh, I have a lot to say, so I will let other people talk first before we. No, come back I'm gonna to let you
0: go. You go. <laughs> yeah, you should and stop. I'll and I'll okay. try and like inter- I'll, I'll try and get something in in there because like I can see it like bursting out of you. Okay,
1: uh, I can feel it bursting out of you from the west coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I thought it ruled. I mean, there were a few little things that like. Would keep it from being like my favorite match ever, but uh, it was it was just great. It like I have never seen such aggressive offense. Like the way that this match starts for the first like fifteen minutes is so one sided that it almost becomes hard to watch because it
0: verges on that hair versus hair match. Yeah, like, for me, everything is a scale of that first Joshi hair versus hair match. <laughs> like it's like also one of my favorite matches. Also one of my favorite that. matches yeah. of all time, but like insanely difficult to watch. Mm-hmm. So they, it's like I would say a seven point five on the on the on the up to ten scale of, of hard to watch. Of hard to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's just. Uh... 7.2 Mako kick, literally kicking the shit out of Not There's no shit but there's a lot of kicking I'll say that <laughs> Kicking the shit out of Io Shirai. Uh it, It's interesting because it starts Like I said like Mako's entrance Is very sort of dignified And uh, you know like regal And then she comes out And Io Shirai won't shake her hand And she gets booed a little bit Yeah, But then you see Mako Satomura start kicking the shit out of her And you're like I kind of see why she didn't shake her hand like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get it. She was like, no, you're going to fuck me up. This isn't civil. Like, yeah.
0: so I mean, it's kind of circular, right? Like, maybe she would have done less. Who knows, really? <laughs> maybe, yeah. She does it now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um...
1: Um, and, you know, credit to Yoshirai
0: It sells for her,
1: amazingly. Like, there's a part where she gets um, kicked so hard in the face that she rolls out of the ring, and she's on the ground for a while, and the crowd is silent. The crowd is, they're just occasionally... Going like Eosan, Eosan, but like
0: not. You, no, there's the, the tension is so palpable. There's one guy during this match the whole time and I found it a little distracting at first and towards the end it gave me the giggles who just on like some sort of like timer like a metronome is just going yo 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 over and over again and I thought that was like kind of delightful in its own way (laughs) because I think it's actually what kept it from being too uncomfortable to watch for me is that like yes it's very scary she's getting the shit kicked out of her but like every 10 seconds you hear (laughs) yo it does help that the crowds behind her um
1: I mean, yeah, and they're this really is, behind her. They're super behind her. And this is really like what you want in wrestling, I feel like. You want the baby face to really, really get the shit kicked out of them and really, really sell so that you can root for them that much more when they come back.
2: Yeah, I thought this match was incredible. I think it won match of the year or it was at least in the running. And like uh, in terms of Mako Satamora losing and getting beaten up. She serves as a base for Eoshirai's high flying so well. Yeah. And you can really see I mean, I, I haven't seen a ton of Eoshirai. I think this is the first match I've seen of hers where she's against an opponent of this caliber. And so she can be as good as she is. And holy shit, is incredible. And yeah. I just I mean, like you wanna help your opponent get better. You want to help your opponent be as good as they can be. And also you want to make this match as good as it can possibly be right because it's a performance and it's for the audience and thank you thank <laughs> you well thank you Io Shirai. thank you Mako Satomura for both like bringing out because I also think Meiko brought out something in Mako Satomura that's really vicious and scary and something I don't I didn't see in all you know in all the other matches that I just loved
1: yeah I, I think like we were saying earlier about Mako that um she always, even when she loses, she looks really strong. Yeah. It's really important to point out that, like, she always looks strong when she loses, and it's she doesn't make the winner look weak because of that. She's right. really elevating the person she's yeah. performing with, even as she's still strong. She must be the easiest person in the world to book, like, if you're a booker for a wrestling promotion, because it's like, it doesn't matter. She's still fucking Mako more no matter what you do. Yeah. Like... She's, I I think that it's interesting that you brought up the contrasting styles. I think that's a really good point. Like, it's like music, you know, you need your, you need your, like, uh, your, like, treble melody and then your foundational bass. And, like, you have both in this match. The moonsault that Io Shirai does off the fucking, uh, like, seats in this venue
0: Holy shit. Uh, it looks... It reminds me of, like, another venue in a, in the Hiromu episode where he, like, throws himself down a flight of stairs. It looked yeah. very familiar. It's, and maybe that's just the way, like, those halls are built in Japan.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's, like, ho- this is a room where people do dumb shit. That moonsault <laughs> to sure. me
1: is so fucking crazy because It starts out on the angle and I'm so stressed. Well, to me, the thing that's crazy about it is she's doing it onto a stairwell. Yes. So if you... Yeah miscalculate your landing you're landing on an uneven surface and you are going to fall down the fucking stairs and she like she moonsaults onto to Mako Settomaru, who is standing on the flat part but it's like it's a down staircase yeah that she is moonsaulting over like that to me is more insane than if she were higher up like yeah. having a landing not be even is fucking crazy
0: <laughs> like, it, s- I absolutely I especially and that's I, like 10 minutes into a 30 minute match and they still keep going yeah and like I was really stressed out as I mentioned because she was on the angle of the exit at first and at least she moonsaulted off of a flat part mm-hmm. but it was one of those things of like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> holy shit I believe you you're tough get, get, get down from there get down now but excellent fucking excellent <laughs> And, like, she has a dive earlier in the match, I believe, where she dives through the ropes onto Mako. And then she just sticks her tongue out, like, <laughs> yeah. I thought
1: it was really interesting because it's basically the conversation I had uh, written out in my notes of, like, what this conversation. If this wrestling match were a conversation, it would be Io Shirai being like, look how fucking good I am at wrestling. And Mako Sotomayor being like, okay, but I can still kick you in the head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool. Do all your flips and stuff. I'm going to be here waiting when you get back down. And I'm going to fucking put you in an insane submission where I'm grabbing your neck through my legs and then wrenching your other arm out. like Just... I said this when we did our commentary on Aja Kong, but, like, Mako, again, in this match, like, she doesn't even seem fucking tired for most of it. It's, it's like, she's, like, a butcher. She's just, like, picking <laughs> apart Io's that's limbs. That's really funny, because
2: you said that about Aja Kong in that match. You didn't say that about Mako Satamura. Yeah, You were no. talking about Aja Kong, like, mowing the lawn, so that's a cool... That's a cool, like, switch. Because, yeah, absolutely. Make a – she doesn't quite seem like she's mowing the lawn because she's a little bit more – Yeah, because she's pissed. She's angry.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: her she's taking her anger out, but she's taking her anger out at her job. Right. <laughs> that she's great at. That she's um, so
1: good at. Um, I just
2: want to go back to that moonsault for a second because, yeah, yeah I, you know me. I love a fucking high-up moonsault. <laughs> I was so stressed out watching that, but also curious because, yeah, there's the stairwell. There's the angle. And then there's also all these other – uh, like I think Kairi Hojo's there. There's a couple other, uh, stardom women. There's, I think a few Sendai girls, people, uh, I think D- Dash Chisau- Chisako is, is part of that. Um, just doing the usual Japanese wrestling thing of, you know, making sure the audience isn't. Getting in there, t- or touching you. At this point, like I've seen a fair few high up moon things, and oftentimes you do land on a, you know, five people.
1: Right, um, and everybody and like then, the people on the edges fake fall down, and you're really like, okay, you were all just yeah. there to catch that person.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. So then, so she she does it, and then I kind of see how she's falling. I'm like, oh no, Mako's just gonna fucking catch her. And then she hits, and Mako falls down, and Eo just basically lands on her fucking feet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs>
2: that is fucking insane. Uh, I had actually inches from before stairs. I decided to do Mako. Yeah. Inches from stairs. <laughs> inches yeah. from stairs. Yeah. Oh my god. Um I, I had actually was wasn't sure if I wanted to do a Mako Satamura episode or an Io Shirai episode. And this match was on both of those. So Hell yeah. Aww. It is yeah, it's absolutely a fantastic primer into who Io Shirai is and how she wrestles and I'm so glad you guys enjoyed it the only thing that like bums me out about it is just the stardom audience just being so male
1: mm, yeah I did notice that I mean it, apart from around the ring like it is very very male dominated
0: yeah crowd. it's a lot of dudes
2: like there's fewer women than there are at New Japan shows um yeah. percentage wise but either any other way like so fucking cool I I'm so glad that they've had matches together and yeah when Io Shirai wins and gets that title back it feels completely deserved but it also everybody feels strong and like yeah. like some like they're a better like they're better wrestlers and stronger people afterwards so
1: yeah and I that's like as much as I did that's the goal um before I move on, I do want to say just two quick things of things I've never seen in a wrestling match before, I don't think, that happened in this sure. match where I was like, you know, sometimes you see a move and you're like, why doesn't everybody do that? You know what I mean? Like, that's so that's so obvious. Why has never nobody ever done that? There were two of those in this match. One is earlier, uh, like kind of in the first third, where Mako throws Io into the ropes as if they're going to run the ropes together, but then just stops and lifts her thigh up so that Io runs into her thigh and like, falls down because that's fucking really painful. She does it a that couple really times. Cool. I thought that was awesome. I was like, why don't people do that anymore? Like they bounce off the ropes like they're gonna keep running and then they just run right into your fucking muscly thigh and fall <laughs> down. It's great. And then the other one that she does that I was like, oh this is brilliant. You couldn't do this with everybody. You'd have to do it with somebody as, you know, sort of amazing as as Eo, but Io, uh does a moonsault off the turnbuckle and Mako not only gets her knees up, she gets her feet up and supermans her across the ring. Yes. That was so fucking cool. <laughs> it was insane. I've never seen anybody do that before. That's going to oh. hurt so much. I mean, like I have, I don't really have any like critical thoughts on it. I was just like, whoa, that's fucking cool.
2: <laughs> that, I mean, that's a, I feel like that's valid. Like you're valid and just being like that's (laughs) fucking cool because it is fucking cool. And honestly, like, sure, I I love watching like a Zack Saber Jr. match where I watch it and I feel smart sure <laughs> because i'm like having smart person reactions to it but like i don't watch wrestling to feel smart for the most part i watch wrestling to go that's so fucking cool absolutely yeah and absolutely one of
0: the challenges of the show is like trying to not repeat the things that i like fi- find to say about stuff too right. many times but like sometimes i'm just like oh i just know this is going to be an hour of me going yeah that's fucking sweet that was good <laughs> yeah, i enjoyed that <laughs> I mean,
2: for some reason, I'm remembering that Hellraiser review I found on that, like, <laughs> website where you review movies for your kids. It was that 10-year-old saying, like, good gore, good horror movie. I'm 10 and I love it. And I'm like, that's how I feel about so many things that I love. And I can't, like, I don't need to articulate, like, yes, in this moment and the, right, yeah, you yeah. know, the mise-en-scene of this, uh, you know, auditorium in Tokyo. Like, no. I'm ten and I love it. Actually, yeah. picking out matches for this was really fucking hard, partially because she's had a a twenty-three year long career. Um, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, partially and partially because like recently she has been doing so much cool shit. Like her year this year has been amazing. Um, she's gone to England a bunch of times. She wrestled. She was the Fight Club Pro Champion. Uh, which was which is a men's championship traditionally. Um, she did a bunch of cool stuff in Pro Wrestling Eve, also in England. Um, she's really been like making the rounds, doing great shit kind of all over the world, and then going back and doing her thing in Sendai, which is so fucking cool. And also not to mention all the Chikara stuff she'd done a few years ago. Uh, but I had to give you guys this Mayan Classic match, um, for a few reasons, one, I just, I do like the, um, being able to see wrestling in kind of like shot in him like, indie style or shot in like a Japanese style and then comparing those styles to WWE, yeah. like just the way it's felt. Um, the other reason is this is one of my matches of the year. I think I love Mercedes Martinez. I'm really hoping she gets a chance to do a tour in with Sunday girls. Um, cause I thought this match was just incredible. And you guys liked it?
0: I loved it. Yeah, it was okay. awesome. It was really, really good. Didn't know anything about Mercedes Martinez beforehand.
1: She's a shimmer person, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's actually, uh, I, I was looking up, I'm like, wonder
2: what the age difference is here. She is one year younger than Meiko Satamura to the day. Oh, wow. So, like, way to fucking ring in Scorpio <laughs> season. Hell yeah. She's <laughs> two, like, one Scorpio doing a move called Scorpio rising on a second Scorpio.
0: <laughs> God amazing. and it's the twenty third today. God damn, yeah, we amazing. Did we did it. That, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a perfect, perfect way to ring it in. Scorpio
1: season, yeah. baby. Let's go. Uh, uh, I, I do. That really speaks to again just the absurdity of having an age cutoff for your uh, wrestling promotion. Is right. These two women who, you know, they're definitely not older. Like we've done. Shows about people who are older than them, but yeah. late 30s typically not, you know, they would have been way past the age cutoff for all Japan women's, and they're having the fucking match of the tournament, match of the year, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. um The other thing about Mercedes, yeah, Mercedes is, she's shimmer, and I just want to mention, as far as I know, she still has a day job.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. Which... Someone give her more money. Exactly. <laughs> if
2: you're listening to this and you have a bunch of money, first of all, Patreon.com forward slash (laughs) WrestleSlania. Help us out. Elby gets it. Elby gets it. Money to Mercedes Martinez. Please. Do it. She deserves it. She's fantastic. I've seen her live. She is so good. Please, WWE, sign her. Somebody just give her a fat stack of cash. I'm (laughs) begging. That is my moment of please give Mercedes Martinez money. We can now go back to talking about the match.
1: Do you know what her day job is by any chance? I don't. I, I know just, she's, she's so fucking college. cool looking. So I'm just like she. Her day job is a monster truck driver. As far as I'm <laughs> concerned, like, <laughs> she looks so fucking cool. Like, yeah, I loved. I loved her. She just seemed like such a badass.
0: Yeah, I um, I automatically respect anyone who wrestles with multiple facial piercings. Yeah,
2: because he wrestles such a. That's the stiffest match I think I've ever seen in WWE.
0: Yeah, I think you might be right. Me too. Yeah, I. I don't want to like hamper, ham too much on like, you could get that ripped out, but like, oh my God, you could get that (laughs) ripped out against anyone, but like against Mako specifically. I don't (laughs) think she's the type who would be like, yeah, well, fuck you and pull out your lip ring. She doesn't need to cheat because she's so good. Yeah, but But she would. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God. It's so scary. (laughs) But I also, I like the setup because like the, we've talked about this before. If there's one thing WWE does do right, it's promo packages. And there's, oh, for sure. There's a good package right before this, and I have to say, I actually think they handled sort of like this is Mako, this is who she is, with this pretty well, as as sort of euphemistically as they are allowed to
1: in WWE, yeah. where they can't say all the stuff that we've said. Like, yeah, but they've they've established her as like this is like. They, they would never say this because they're
0: WWE, but you can tell the vibe is, like, this is someone who we are
1: honored to have. Like, yeah. we are lucky yeah. she is here.
0: Yeah, like, I that's 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 been an interesting vibe with this, too, because, like, everyone kind of knows, like, why the fuck would she sign? Like, she's doing this because she wants to be here, and it seems like, like, the perception I get, and I could be totally wrong, is that, like, they're not gonna they could They're going to say, like, hey, do you want to be here, but they're not going to put the pressure on her because they... Kind of know the answer. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a tryout for her. Yeah, This no. is not like, I need to show Vince McMahon what I got. But yeah, this is her it's swinging like, it around. Yeah, Absolutely. Swinging it around. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is an, uh, and that's also like, it really does, like they do, I think a pretty good job of, Making it feel like, no, yeah, this is an honor for everyone involved. This is an honor for yes. the referee. This is an honor for Mercedes, for sure. This is an honor for the people doing commentary. Oh, that Phoenix really? gets all choked up, like, that during the match, talking awesome. about the first time she saw Bull Nakano versus uh, Medusa. And... Like, I'm getting choked up thinking about her getting choked up. It's, it's,
1: I, I love know, it's Beth cool. Phoenix. I think she's so great. And I also like, again, we were talking about like how we feel when we see Aja Kong. Like, Beth Phoenix is, for a WWE woman who was wrestling at the time she was wrestling, is a bigger woman. Yeah. So, like, hearing her talk about like seeing Bull Nakano, was just like, Beth Phoenix, I love you.
0: Oh, I really <laughs> like the, uh, the, in the commentary, they go, they swing back and forth between like wanting to just like, be stands. They wanna go full stand Twitter <laughs> yeah. on Mako, but because it is a WWE product, they then go like WWE I wrote this down exactly, like WWE has been at the forefront of trying to bring Japanese wrestling here to mainstream television. No, you're not. Right. Well that <laughs> that's what the
1: that's what the Bull Nakano anecdote goes into because yeah. she starts to say like Japanese women's wrestling is on an entirely different level. And then she has to be like, when WWE is trying to you know bring them over
0: <laughs> no you're not yeah no you're not you're trying to cherry pick to what you think American audiences want but whatever I thought that was like a very funny unintentionally funny part of commentary yeah. because it was again sort of like everyone involved knows Mako is not signing everyone involved knows what like a bald big fat lie that is yeah absolutely <laughs> but I like that this match too, just in terms of like the blue versus red too there's a lot of great Mm -hmm. colors in this just like starting off in terms of like these are not this is not like a friendly respect match this is like we're gonna go hard and like i have to that's how you
1: respect yeah that's how you respect we're gonna give it a hundred percent because this is yeah make a goddamn sadamora and that's what she deserves
0: but mercedes too yeah all the credit in the fucking world she's awesome together
2: is the, like again really cool chemistry very different chemistry because mercedes comes out with the fucking you know the air horns and her music mm-hmm. and the hood up and like super tattooed and mako's thing is you know like again the ambassador of of wrestling and then they just meet and they're like it's they're doing really similar shit in yeah. their they're, they're weird own way even though uh mercedes is like sneering and and doing her like her kind of scary heel character and Mako's, I mean, I guess scary, Mako's still being pretty scary.
0: But she's, she's like a scary baby left. face. Yeah. She's, she's fearsome.
1: She's not like scary. Yeah, that's a, that's a she's real. a hot gargoyle.
2: <laughs> hot gargoyle.
1: Hot gargoyle.
2: Hot. But there were commentary. I like, I liked moments and I didn't like other moments. Like, uh, I think who's the dude on it. Is it Michael Cole? Um, Saying like, Oh, she's a very elegant lady. Okay. Yeah. Calm down, dude. Yeah, That's what I wrote that, that down, too. <laughs> Elegant lady. And then just, I mean, Twitter has like, you know, wrestling Twitter has ruined me so that every time I hear a WWE person say strong style, yeah. I start busting up. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I think my, so this whole match was great. Um, it, Like, it's, it they let it go on for a long time, too, which I yeah. like. Like, it's not a WWE 13 minute little banger. It's like, it's like 20 minutes or so, I think. It, it's re- It's super good, super dynamic. The part where uh, Mako has uh, Mercedes in an armbar and is rolling around the ring is, like, one of the coolest armbars I've seen. Like, very, very cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I also... I said this before we were recording, but um, just in general about Mako, I... Nobody... I don't think... And I watch a lot of wrestling. Nobody throws kicks like her. Nobody. No. She is... Uh a thing I wrote down uh for the Io Rai match that applies here is the thing that people always say about low-key. Like people always joke that low-key thinks wrestling is real and no one told him it's fake. Yeah. Like that's what I think when I see Make
0: O kick people. I'm like, nobody told this bitch this isn't real. I mean, <laughs> the kicks are very similar to a kick that went poorly on WWE. Of just like, it's like the, when someone else tries this who like is very good at their job. If you're not as good as Mako, it could go really fucking badly oh, yeah. for you with, like, the breathing. Yeah yeah, 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 But it's just, oh, this match is just, it's so fucking good. Like, even, I'm, like, I'm used to kind of, like, the false finishes at this point and you expect them. But, like, I fully bought in.
2: And Oh, absolutely. They were yeah. so evenly matched. Yeah. It feels, it feels like a, a real competition and it's very engaging i've seen this match three times now and i had a great time all three times how
0: tall is mako do we have her i think she's pretty short yeah she's Um, short for sure
2: because let's see mercedes is because i remember mercedes martinez as being quite tall but she's only she's billed at five seven okay mako is billed at five as being five two i have no idea if that's yeah so she's she's tiny which is crazy to me yeah she's crazy because she carries herself Yeah. Like a very tall person. She's yeah. not a large woman at no. all. She's quite small. She wrestles um,
0: like somebody a lot bigger than she yeah, is. Yeah, she, she, she's built for sure. Like her size are oh, like, she's so great. Yeah, she, is,
2: she is yoked to hell. But <laughs> she carries herself. She walks. Yeah. She wrestles. She moves like an enormous person. And I have a yeah. feeling that if I met her, I would not feel like she was shorter and much, much smaller right. than
0: me. <laughs> yeah. You would feel like you were back in
1: kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. She absolutely has that presence. Yeah. You can tell.
2: And actually Mercedes Martinez, who I have seen in person. And the reason why I looked up her height is because I remember her. She, I'm like, oh, she's got to be like six feet tall. Like she in my mind. She is so fucking tall to me. Um, and again, she also carries herself much bigger than she actually is. Cause she's quite, she's quite yeah. slim. She was like a basketball player in high school. Um, And was supposed to, you know, play basketball in college, I think, but got hurt. Um, But again, she has that very slim, lean kind of... Uh, athletic build, and I just think of her as being this—you know, like some, like a monster truck of a person. Yeah, uh, <laughs> back to the her day job as monster truck driver. She um, is
1: and, the truck. Yeah, <laughs> the truck. she enters just herself running around.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. And> she <laughs> wins. Can you win at and monster and trucks? Blows. I have no idea. Monster trucks? <laughs> <have no> <laughs>
1: we don't know. Think, can you?
2: I mean, isn't that why it's like a derby?
1: But, like, what do you get more points if you like crush things? I think, like, who can ever crush the most cars? Derby Splendid. I feel like this is the next thing we need to get into is <laughs> yeah. monster
0: trucks. It sounds <laughs> it fun. It's <seems> inevitable, yeah. <laughs> That's our next Patreon goal. Is yeah. That if we get a certain amount. Of like patrons. We will start a new podcast called Derby Splania. <laughs>
1: we'll go to oh, Demolition oh. Derby. So, <laughs> yes. I thought not we would buy a
2: monster truck and become monster truck drivers. Also
1: fine with that. That would be really good if for you transportation pay me enough,
0: to matches.
1: If you pay me enough that I can get good, good enough health insurance that that wouldn't be a terrible, terrible idea, I would do it listeners take note yeah <laughs> um we're about we're at about an hour right now so if we want to wrap up if anybody has any last uh, wait
2: actually i want to can I complain about one thing yeah God, of course the fucking
1: audience
2: in the main classic match <laughs> they're loud but the ones you can see up until like the end when they're doing the when they're, when they're doing the finish they look like they are not having yeah a mind losing their mind time I watched that three times, the third time I was losing my mind, wanting to jump up and start slamming on things. What the fuck? If you're getting front row seats to the Mayan Classic, main event of a Mako versus Mercedes Martinez, get excited.
1: Put your fucking phone down. Put your phone down. Have some respect. Stop
2: trying to look cool. If you're (laughs) low on energy, oh, they do a bunch of tapings in one night. I'm tired. Go to the concessions, get a fucking Red Bull and get pumped. Because you, this is amazing. You, you don't dickheads.
0: look cool your You're at wrestling. Yeah, you're your going to be on
2: TV. History. We <laughs> yeah. know who you are and we're <laughs> disappointed in you. I love that you're you like
0: th- 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 threatening to dox low energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, that was my complaint. <laughs> I liked it I liked it rants and raves yeah we're fucking on to you you assholes I'm a
1: shooter you better watch out watch out
0: (laughs) noted shooter LB Yep.
1: watch out buddy well thank you so much for joining us uh on this wonderful (laughs) journey This was so much fun. Um, yeah, this was awesome. I would love to do another Mako episode. Mako part two, a bonus perhaps, or more commentary. Cause yeah, that it's coming. She was one of my favorites. Like this, this was awesome. Um, LB, where can people find you? And do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that before we go?
2: Uh, I am at twitter.com/hunktears. Uh, I, so, I sometimes do art. I've had to put that on hold because I have hand problems. So if you want to just give me a bunch of money, hit me a DM. and uh, Or if you have any tips on how to make your hands heal or wrist strengthening <laughs> exercises, hit me up. Sweet. That was not a very good plug. It was really <laughs> pathetic. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, what? Oh, sorry. I was going to say also, if you see LB's art and you want to buy some of it, LB also has designed some great shirts for Trent Beretta, for our uh, friend of the show, Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: I, did, I did. Yeah, if you can, you can check out his pro wrestling T store. Uh, the ones that look like someone drew them with a the marker, <laughs> or the ones I drew with a marker. <laughs>
1: Sweet. Well, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. WrestleSplania at Twitter, uh, at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, WrestleSplania uh, at Patreon. And uh, like we said, we have that Aja Kong Mako um, Satamura match up on there with video. So you'll be able to watch it uh, and not have to sync any kind of audio and video stuff up. So that will be wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Bye, Elvi. I'll Bye. talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Uh,
0: thanks for listening, everyone. See you thanks, next you time. Have a great See night. Ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.